Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Tom. Before I get into today's show, uh, normally there's an audio version of this podcast and then a video version. Well, today is not one of those times. It is an audio-only version because uh, when we started... When we were about to do this interview, we had the video set up, we were ready to go, and uh, luckily I, I record all of these episodes, like I'll stream to a private server, the video, and I'll record externally on an audio, a digital audio recorder. And I do that in case something like this happens. And what happened was, is we got the video call ready, we were about to go, and then blink, all of a sudden the window was gone. It like, not one of those things where I lost the connection, it was just the browser window closed, like just disappeared. So I hurried to get the video back up and start the interview again because we were just about to start. And of course, both of us were like, that was weird. So it was like, all right, let's let's get started. And we did. And it didn't occur to me until after the episode was done that I needed to reconnect the video because it disappeared. I was just so very hurriedly trying to get the the link back up so we could start the interview. So there's no video for this is what I'm getting at. But but there is audio and that's the that's why I do multiple connections in different places. So the audio was recorded, but if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, yes, it's just an audio version of the episode. So anyway, I just thought I'd explain that. But today I talked to an artist here in Madison by the name of Sierra Nash. Sierra is someone that I contacted through Instagram who I've been following a while, lives here in town and She is an expressionist. She's done murals. She is also a graphic designer. We talk about how Sierra gets some of the jobs uh, designing logos and also uh, uh, how that ended up with Sierra going into studying art therapy, working with kids, trying to find a way to help people through art and expression. And also uh, Sierra hosts paint and sips and started doing them online once the pandemic hit. So we talk about all of those different things that Sierra does. Fantastic person. I was so happy to meet her. Uh, Before I forget, if this is the first time you're hearing this show, go to my website, tomraiswebsite.com, and you can check out more podcast episodes. Also, you can see my daily vlog where I talk about things that I collect. I collect retro and vintage items and sell them to help support what I do, and also because I love doing it. So go to tomraiswebsite.com. Anyway, here's my interview with Sierra Nash on this art podcast starting right now. Sierra Nash, I'm a expressionist graphic designer. You're located here. Are you from Madison? Yeah, I grew up here. Oh, you did? What side of town? Uh, east side. Oh, same here. Okay, yeah. nice. So on your uh, your bio, it says that you also do... This is one I actually want to ask you about first because I'm very curious about it. Um, art therapy. So t- it yeah. says that you do art therapy and you're actually going... Or you went to school for that. Like, I went to school. So I have... I um, earned my undergrad in um, art therapy. And in order for me to actually proceed and actually do art therapy... Um, I would have to get my master's first. So um, that actually got put on hold because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to like sit back and re- relax and wait to the next episode <laughs> 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 and see where I can go for school and get that all figured out. But 
And so what does art therapy, like what is, are there different levels of it? Is it just like, explain art therapy to me. I guess I have a generalization of what I think it is, but since you actually went to school for it, like how would you, how would you describe it to someone? So, I mean, I guess it's, I would say it's hard, but for me to put it in a more like simpler um, way, it kind of like helps with like mental health, if you will. So mm-hmm. it's like, it kind of helps people speak for themselves um, by making art. So it's like different processes that kind of just helps us as a, if, if I was a therapist, I'm not right now, but like just kind of help us understand what people are going through, kind of understand what they've gone through. So like, it's really good. It's a good type of therapy for those who are like dealing with traumatic events. So like vets or like people who've gone through like um, issues with like um, trauma, like just different types of trauma. How about that? Yeah, like yeah. different types of trauma. So it's just kind of like, how I describe it kind of like decodes and kind of like allows people to kind of like release that in a way, then ways that they can't describe or they don't feel comfortable describing or talking about in any other like therapy session, just kind of like does that for them. Like the art doesn't have to be perfect. It's just kind of like people putting the image in, you know, that's in their mind on paper or through a different type of art, you know, it could be Mm -hmm. like, um with different type of media like it could be with fabric it could be with um even building like a uh, sculpture like clay it could just be different different things so wow so how did you decide to go into that like that's you start out like doing art in high school and go, deciding to go into therapy for, for art like how does that transaction well, for happen? me it started out i wanted to go to school uh, for graphic design and then um, that ended up not going so well so like I ended up going to MATC and I took a psych class and we we're learning about different types of therapies and like I before even like going to their class I was like sitting and thinking to myself like I want to do something other than like I don't know, graphic design. Like I want to do art. Like I want to, this is what my, I want my life to be. Like I want to be an artist, but I want to like help people like, you know? So then I came across art therapy. I'm like, this is perfect. Like art has always been like a go-to thing for me. Like it has helped me with my like issues kind of like, you know, put me at ease. You know, I was a child that didn't talk. I was super quiet. I didn't tell anybody anything. Really? no (laughs) which i kind of regret like um but it kind of just i don't know kind of put me in my own little world why was graphic design not working out for you what was um it i was uh originally going to go to school to uh to my ed but it was just like very costly so i'm like you know i don't know let me try going here first Mm -hmm. to see and then no, I, I can relate. I went out of high school. I was supposed to go to the um, Chicago School of Art and Design, or I think that's what it's called. God, now I don't even remember. And I ended up just, you know, just decided to drop out of school and do other things, which was not smart on my end either. So I can, <laughs> I can re- it's one of those things where it's like, I have no real excuse for it. For some reason, it seemed like it was just the thing at the time. I don't know. But yeah, it, I, it, it, was, it was a real struggle being at MATC. Yeah. I, yeah, I made it hard for myself because I didn't want to be there. 
like, yeah. But I mean, I made it. I made it out. I ended up transferring. So okay. But and just yeah. like you didn't want to go to school, or what no, I just that? didn't want to go there. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So it was that you knew that you could have went somewhere else, but you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, that makes sense. Like, oh, I'm here. Right. But I tried to make the best of it, but it was just like the feeling of still being at home, and then you're seeing people from high school, so it's kind of still feels like you're at high, you know, in high school, and it's just like that's the last thing you want to feel. That's actually <laughs> a really good point. <laughs> that didn't occur to me. I see exactly what you mean. That makes yeah. total sense. Um, how, how did you start? Like what, what kind of background was your artwork? Like, were you doing, cause you did graphic design, which mostly is computers now, but like, yeah. were, like painting and like, what other kind of mediums were you working in? I'm really into collage work. Um, really? I even, like, yeah. I've been like doing that while doing like graphic design, like some of my pieces from school, like I'm doing a lot of like stacking and like different, like. I don't just putting things together. I like meshing things together. It's really, it's really fun, but I haven't even done a lot of collage work lately, but okay. yeah, it's really fun. I'm actually fascinated by collage because it's one of those things that I wish I could do, but I just can't wrap my head around it. Like, how did you get started doing that? I don't know. One day I was just like, I want to make a collage. And <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, a few magazines that I had laying around my house. Um, this one that I made and I think it gets, uh, I don't know. I won't say, I don't know if it's good or not. Cause I don't really know how to determine good collage art. Like I don't know what that is, but what I did in this piece in particular, um, it's, I found, I got lucky and found magazine clippings with, um, dates of like the um civil rights movement and like current um well at the time what was current um now with like protests and like just all that just kind of like put that on one like cardboard piece and i just started like gluing and then i found like black models and um black entrepreneurs and i just kind of like put it on one small piece of cardboard and it's just like to me right now, it looks like a, like a big, how can I describe this? Like, I should say mesh, like a big, um, bowl of like black history. But like okay. if I could add on more, like what's going on now, I would, but it's just like, I feel like it still speaks what's happening today. So. Yeah. How long did it take you to, to make it? Uh, it, (laughs) (laughs) the fact that it's like really small though, um, it, it took some time. I took, I took breaks Yeah, I'm like, it's cutting. I, I, I can't, (laughs) 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 the gluing, but yeah, um, it's one of my favorite pieces that I worked on, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen so many different types of collage art that. I mean, just thinking of how to layer the shapes and how to make, you know, thinking ahead of time, it's not necessarily, or at least in my own understanding, because like I said, I don't get it that much and I wish I did. But like, even if you're taking the things that you cut out and eventually going to, even though they're different pieces from farther away, it looks like it makes a shape. And I don't know how to map those out or I don't know, but I really love it when I see it. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but I just can't do it. Or maybe I just haven't spent enough time on it. I don't know. Here I am just trying to talk myself into doing one again. I mean, I would try it. I mean, I think it's something that you really don't have to think too hard on. But yeah. like if you do, it, it's just like grows again. 
Oh, maybe I will. <laughs> so um, now the other thing too is uh, I've noticed that you have, and I, I'm really interested in this because I also have this set up on mine, but it's just for the podcast, but you have booking appointments set up on your Facebook page. Yeah. And w- so how has that been going? I'm very curious, like how people have been I, adjusting I, to I the pandemic here. Like figured out, like, I mean, people have used it. They've booked with me before, but like, I guess it's, I, I don't know. It's really kind of like hard to, you know, work with and like maneuver. Cause like, I don't know. I'm so used to people like messaging me like, Hey, can I um, do this with you? So I don't, how do you find people to do that? I guess that would be now, even with the just only, either method, only, you know, only like two people have actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's not but bad. That's still more than I've done. That, like people just go out their way and like message me. That's really cool. What do you do when you guys set this up? I see that the choices that you have are, um, you have graphic design or logo, yeah. logo, graphic design yeah. and other, like other things. Like what have you, what have you done when you've done these booking events? Um, People have honestly have only come to me about logos so far, um, as far as like booking with me. Um, other than that, like the other stuff that I offer, um, people have just messaged me. So like I do um, paint parties. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So like people um, message me that way. But as far as like the booking on my page, they don't really like use that option. But yeah, they'll message me. So which yeah. is it's fine. It's fine. But I feel like the booking will kind of help me schedule better. You know, I also have a website and I can't really like book on there yet either. Yeah. And I saw you have, have it on there. It's uh the website you have. It's, it's a GoDaddy website, right? Yeah. Um, I guess I didn't know that it had booking. So is that connected with your, your Facebook booking or. Um, I'm not even sure. Like I've been trying to like have it connect with my Facebook, but uh-huh. I don't know. I kind of still feel like I need to tweak my website a little bit. So like once I'm done, I'll figure that out. Well, and I'm, I'm just really impressed that you're trying to do that. Like I haven't figured out how to do it yet either. So I've always had to keep sending people there or just having the link directly to it. But I was just wondering if maybe you knew something that I didn't and you had it like all set up. Cause I didn't click on the book it now on your site. Yeah. Uh, and I was curious to see how you got that set up. So now, now going to these, uh, you do a thing that's called paint and sip. Yep. And you used to do them in public. So first of all, tell me about how you used to do those in public. So, um, one, wine is involved. So that makes people want to come. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I won't say I do it differently than others because I've never been to anyone else's but mine, but I would love to go to others. Um, but I kind of reel in art therapy a little bit with mine. Like I have a painting ready to go and people to like to work on but I always tell them do this for you do not like you know do the exact thing that I'm doing like this is for you um this is about you like you're here like do whatever you want to the piece add whatever you want that's that's how I go about it and they have fun I usually have food so great it's a good time Wow, that seems like a lot of prep to do. Like, how did you get started or even come up with the idea of doing your own events like that? Um, I, well, someone, like, introduced, like, the whole paint party thing to me because they went to one in um, Chicago, which is very, very popular there. Okay. And I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I should um, try it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, I ended up doing my first one. I believe it was in like 2018. And um, it was pretty fun. Um, I think the painting that I did at first was super complicated, but it worked out. How they so? Did a good um, I don't know. I didn't realize that a lot of people don't actually know how to draw flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing because I just remember as a child, like drawing flowers was a thing. Like everyone kind of knew how to do it, and then. Or even like mixed colors. Like I, I didn't know that people just that just went away. Like, yeah, I, I didn't realize that it was a thing. <laughs> 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 I didn't. I, oh, but yeah, I kind of after like doing that, I realized you know like why don't you make a mixing chart? Like that's a good idea. So you do that. Oh. Like you know. So yeah, but um, even before like my first couple ones, I kind of do a step-by-step drawing to get people in. Um, as of lately, I've kind of been like doing like a ready-to-paint type of thing because people get like self-conscious, like oh, well, I don't know how to do that, and it's just like so that's not the point. The point is <laughs> to have fun. But yeah, yeah. And and you even I saw that you are supplying people with kits even on these virtual ones that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You I love how prepared you are when you with yeah. these things. So what's what's with the what are you doing for the kits? So the kits you're going to they come with the the ready to paint canvas so like people are like ready to go. Uh-huh. And the reason why I do that is I notice like even while you're on camera like you can't you can barely see what like people are drawing or writing like, oh, yeah. it, unless you have a marker. Mhm. So like I kind of just have that ready and then I give them paints and brushes, um, a mixing guide because remember like people forget (laughs) and yeah, um, I've been adding wine if it's like for like, you know, for adults. Um, Uh So yeah, and it just, they come and they sit on their computers or phones and they paint with me and we have a good time. The only thing that's like, missing with the virtual is like the music part i really love music i love playing music but it's like it's hard to play music over a computer so then sometimes it's just like this awkward silence like Mm -hmm. everyone's so into their painting it's just like all you hear is everyone's microphone or like (laughs) right (laughs) well and also with the streaming services too sometimes what they do is if it's copyrighted music they will actually cut off the audio which i've had happen to me before (laughs) Yeah. And that's no I, good. Yeah, but I've been doing them on like Google Meet, so so that's been that's been cool. But other than that, yeah, I can I can see that happening. Right. Oh that I forgot that you were doing them on Google Meet. That's, yeah. Which is actually a very good service. It's actually really good for that. Like I prefer it to like Zoom and stuff. Plus Zoom, there's so many restrictions or you have to download something like Google Meet. Most of us have Gmail anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can just sign on for, with oh, that. Yeah, Google on there. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about the, uh, the, so what is the mixing, uh, chart mixing chart is, is yeah, like, what does that entail? What, how did you, how did you actually explain it or set it up for people to use? Um, I kind of just like did kind of like what you would see if you're in like kindergarten, you're learning how to like mix your colors. Okay. Kind of did like, okay, red and blue make purple. Uh-huh. Like I just, give out like the basic colors like you'll get red in the kit white yellow did i say red red I think green, so. <laughs> blue, and black uh-huh. and i just kind of 
take from those colors and tell them like what colors make what colors and like what you should use to make a lighter color or what you should use to, you know, make a darker color or, you know, Mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, use white if you want this to be darker or, you know, add a little black if you want this to, I mean, add white if you want this to be lighter and then add black if you want this to be darker. So. And do you have visuals with this or is it all just explained like in, in text? Um, It's, it's a visual. So I kind of just, did like blocks of colors. I went on Illustrator, made a nice little guide, and then I put the color wheel on the back too. So there's a color wheel so they can look at that and see how. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow, you were so prepared. I love this. this yeah. <laughs> like, you like think it through and stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and then you also do the, you said you do the adult ones, but you started, like, have you always done the kids ones or? Um hopefully next month I'll do my first kid one. So. Oh, you haven't done one yet? No, I work with kids already. So I'm like, I might as well entertain them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, days off, <laughs> which I think would be like a lot fun, more fun actually just because kids are like so engaged and they're like always ready to learn. And I've worked with a lot of creative kids. So where do you if, uh, work with them? If I might ask, um, red caboose. Oh, you do. Okay. That place has been around for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been doing that? I've been working in childcare for about like six years now. And I've wow. been with him for about three as of this year. So this is, yeah. That's really cool. And so how, so you're not able to actually, are you still, I guess what happened during the pandemic with daycare providers and things like that? I'm not really sure how that um, works. Cause there's some who like, they just really need, the daycare providers. So yeah. how did that affect you? Um, During the first bit we were affected, we of course didn't get to work. Um, yeah. I'm, I do like the after school programming. So yeah, I was kind of like trying to find stuff to entertain kids or like entertain ourselves and like, yeah, you know, try to make money for work and look up different stuff and um we made it through the summer we had our summer program and right now we're doing virtual learning and it's our last day oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for making the time to talk with me (laughs) now i feel bad (laughs) no it's okay it's okay okay. um but yeah it's our last day and doesn't feel like it feels like i'm gonna be here tomorrow right yeah but it's been an experience, experience honestly. Um, I'm kind of glad that I even, like, did it because now I feel like I have some type of experience on my belt, like, totally oh, virtual learning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot, but at the same time, it was actually good to actually be around kids because during the first couple, like, months during the lockdown, I was like, I want to go to work. Like, I mm-hmm. miss the kids. It was, yeah. yeah. I know some people don't even say things like that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and yeah, it'll it definitely will benefit for when you start doing the virtual classes with the kids for sure. Yeah, and and knowing what to expect, like you actually had to talk with them. If you were doing virtual learning, so you were actually making them do work, whereas this is going to be more like doing art and having fun. So you yeah. you get to learn the difficult part of it. Now you get to do the, hey, let's paint things and goof around type thing. Well, yeah. Yeah, not necessarily goof around, but you know what I mean. 
Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like being there with them, watching them uh, talk to their teachers through Zoom, I'm the teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Now you had talked before about uh, people asking you to do logos and actually uh, logos are another thing where I've just never really got into it. I don't know. I feel it's hard to come up with a logo for somebody. How do you, what's your, what's your method for like coming up with logos? It's, you know, and plus it's probably the most critical of designs because it's yeah. going to be the brand of the company. So tell me about making logos. Oh, okay. So I've, <laughs> I've had some experiences. Um, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's, it's very tough coming up for coming up with logos for people. Honestly, um, people usually come to me with their own ideas, which mm -hmm. I like. Um, but there's been some cases where I had to tell people like, you know, less is more. Yeah. Cause like they'll, you know, come to you and they'll like, Oh, I want to have this on here and I want to have this. And it's just like, people are going to try to, figure out and cope what this is because you just don't need all of that you know right like you want people to be able to like see your logo and be like hey that's so-and-so's company or that's that like you know like instead of oh that looks familiar but i don't really know where that's from or who that's for so mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and the other thing too is it's going to be used in very small situations like uh it, like in the tab in the browser for a website and you have mm -hmm. to be able to just yeah i know and a business card and like yeah i've there's uh some logos that are kind of popular right now it's like the cartoon logos of like actual people like it's oh. like a version of themselves yeah they're cute <laughs> <laughs> that was such a polite way to put that <laughs> But like, I mean, this is just my personal opinion. I don't really know how like graphic design critics view this, but I honestly, I, I don't really know how to go about it. Cause I'm like, well, what do you do? Like they'll have like different objects floating around them. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's mm -hmm. cute. But there's also the, the tough thing to go through as well is there are fads um, that logos and design will have over the years. Like it'll be something where one person did it and everybody's like, I want to have that. And then all of a sudden it becomes saturated. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a music genre or mm -hmm. a one hit wonder where it's like, that's yeah. a really cool song. And if you start copying it, it's just going to be, it's going to die, you know, or, and then yeah. other people will still probably refer back to that one situation that it makes me think of is uh, back when uh, the iTunes player first came out and it had that thing where you could flip through the, I don't know if you remember this or not, but you could yeah. flip through like the CD covers. Yeah. On your, on the iPod. Like, yeah. 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 Every, when I was doing website design, every single website wanted that, but it was kind of like, but you have nothing to put in it. And they're like, but we want something that looks like that. And it's like, what are you going to put there? And it's like, we can put our photos there. Why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> put them on your page where they belong. So it's, and you would have to just kind of have a discussion and it's, and it's tough because they're also the one paying you. And that's the worst part. Yeah. And like, they want what they want and then, you know, invalid, you know, right. but it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. But, it, and that's what you learn. I mean, eventually you just, it's, this is what I've learned from it is it's like, well, that's what they want. So that's what I'm going to give them. You know, it's their thing. 
And I do that. And it's like, why am I fighting with them about it? This isn't like when I walk away, I'm not going to be like, everybody knows this is my web. It's like, it's their website. It's what they want. So I just do it. You know, and that's what I have done. Plus, uh, you know, total truth be told, I've gotten three jobs for logo design and none of them got bought. So I've never successfully done logo design. That's the other reason why I was asking. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's really tough. I have more fun doing flyers and like, other things like that and like with logos it's just like i sometimes i don't even know where to begin like yeah no, it's, like, it's, it's tough ideas and like sometimes i don't even know what they want to do well, <laughs> <laughs> it's both of us because i don't i don't know because i think with me i just feel the pressure of like well you can't use that you can't have all of that like it has to just be like simple but when mm-hmm have to be simple it's like super hard because you're just like overthinking like maybe that's not (laughs) i don't know and that's sometimes what the designer is there for is to help them realize that like that's why they're not doing the logo themselves yeah so it it yeah it's and it's a conversation you know and that's it's tough sometimes to even if you know you've had the discussion and they still want it that way it's tough to let it go but it's like yeah you know at the end of the day, you get paid, and that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had some cases where, like, well, people were like, "Oh, well, I don't like that," so it's just like, you know, not gonna pay you. And it's like that's not how it works. <laughs> that's true. Being a freelance—that's the toughest thing about also doing freelance work—is being your own account manager. Yeah, that's rough. I hate that part. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, I know you don't like it, but I worked on it for you. Yeah. But it's, it's not, if you get a job at say a convenience store or like a retail place, they don't go, you're going to work here and we'll decide what part of it we're going to pay you for. If if we like that part, like even if you're standing around looking at your phone, they can fire you afterwards, but you still get paid for the day that you were there. You know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and that made me think when you were saying the flyers and stuff, I forgot that you also, uh, to add to all the things that you do, you're also a photographer. Yeah, a little bit. Some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, taken any pictures in a while, but. Okay. You know, um, my grandmother kind of like influenced me. She was really, really, really big with her camera um, all the time. She did like a lot of photo shoots. Like every time we'd be like with her during the summer, she would have her camera out, looking away. <laughs> and did she tell you about what she like? Did she ever involve you in the process, or you just knew that she had her camera with her? Or like, did you guys ever talk about like? Did she give you any tips? Is basically what I'm saying. I always knew it was just this one summer where I just wasn't aware it was going to happen. Um, she dressed me and my sister up in like different. Uh, scarves and like sheets and she took pictures of us um, really actually like my favorite childhood pictures um yeah she put jewels on us like a little bit of lipstick and just like yeah that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> she's really fun but yeah wow and and it turned out yeah that's because so she was just doing a thing and she's and you guys went along and now it's something later on that you can like totally appreciate like you know you, yeah Huh. I like that a lot. That's, that's an awesome story. So do yeah. you, when you do photography, do you develop your own film or are you doing digital? Like, how are you doing your photography? I do digital. So, okay. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. I, I don't know enough about film. I used to watch somebody 
actually develop film and i was like this seems horrible yeah i did the black and white photo um so like the dark room i had experience with that in high school and that was like it was fun but i'm like i don't know if i can do this yeah all the time but i also i also went to east so like we're in the dark room and all i can think about is mice being in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't know they could be in here it's dark but right of course we would probably hear them too but it's a good question I don't know. I don't know why I'm thinking of mice in a room that I'm never going to be in. So th- yeah, who knows? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what, what other kind of stuff do you, I, I mean, with the new year coming in, in the summer, making at least things somewhat more accessible, like what kind of plans do you have at least artistically in the next year? I haven't, I've been thinking, but I don't think I've been thinking long enough to even think about the summer because last summer was just so chaotic. I just kind right. of feel like right now I'm just starting to actually like calm down from that. But I mean, I want to do more paint parties. Um, I've been kind of thinking of new ways to actually be creative through art. That's kind of been like thing of mine. Maybe like I want to step away from painting and like I want to do more like 3D work. Like really. Yeah, that's kind of been on my mind for some time. Just kind of like putting things together. So, what kind of 3D work? I guess I'm curious what that means. Or like 2D, like just just like more structural design, like you know, gluing things together, just sawing things together. I don't know, using clay. I like I like clay a lot. I kind of want to get better at using with ceramics. I think I suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, that just adds to like the multitude of the different genres of artwork that I've been asking you about in this. And yeah. now you want to do like actually build things or make things. Yeah. I love that. It, wait, you just did um, a, uh, you, you just did a public setup in a church recently, didn't you? Yes, I did. That mm-hmm. was very nerve wracking. <laughs> really? How come? Um, Because I was talking about racism. So that's what my um, mural is about. And, mm-hmm. Um, it triggered me a bit because I myself dealt with like racism at a young age. So, um, I'm just speaking in front of these people and like the only person in the audience that's black is my mom. So it's just like, I can't, I can't, it was like, it was really hard to like even begin to speak because like in my mind, I'm just looking at the mural that I worked on. I'm like freezing up and like, yeah, but um, towards the end, I got a little better with speaking and answering questions, but like just to describe the process was really hard because while I was working on it, I was like, okay, when you talk about this part, this is what you're going to say. And mm-hmm. I even wrote, I wrote things down and still it was just like, I'm frozen. So yeah, I cried a bit, but oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But I ended up getting through it. They enjoyed it. So that was, they learned a lot from me. So that was good. But. So it was a good experience at least. Yeah, it was. Good. I'm glad. How long did it take you to set it up? Like how, what was the whole process of putting this up? And like, even because man, on top of it, you, yeah, you had to give a speech about it and everything. That's tough. So yeah. Yeah. How, how, how long did it take you to do it? So I want to say it took me about like two months. Um, it was very, the canvases are like super long and like, I don't have a lot of space where I do my artwork. So it was like a lot of like waiting for things to dry like constantly so I can like 
roll a part up and then work on this section. <laughs> a lot of like stopping and starting and yeah, it was, it was a lot, but I, like I said, like I got through it. Um, it's a three part mural. So that, so yeah, I, <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. And I, um, used the scripture to, um, incorporate the message mm-hmm. so that this, um, church community alone could like understand where I was, you know, where I was, where I was coming from. Um, I use Genesis. I believe I start started at chapter 33 and ended at 36 or 37. Okay. Did they ask you to make this or did you approach them? Like yeah, how did... I, was, I was asked. Okay. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. How, I mean, did they just know you from the church or did, how did no, they, um, they found me, um, through Facebook. So they saw that the murals that I worked on, uh, this summer and they reached out to me. So yeah. it was cool. kind of like being able to like go to like a different town and kind of like share my art since I've only been like sharing my art in Madison. Yeah. So it was different, different approach, different energy. Cause it's, it was in Monroe. So mm-hmm. the church was in Monroe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and the, uh, you did the mural on state street outside of the ink place. I forget the full name. Of yeah. It. Yeah, and that was with Synovia. Mm-hmm. So it was actually like the night before I feel like I was asked when they're just like, we want people to paint the boards. And I remember being tagged in a post like, hey, do you guys know any, any of artists that would be interested in painting? And then Brooklyn, who we also worked with on the uh, mural, um, she had a connection with um, Muralist and she asked if we wanted to work with her. So like, we're just staying up pretty much not the whole night, but we kind of just came up with a quick idea mm-hmm. that we put on the board and then we're out the next morning and then started painting. But um, it was an experience, I guess, like the first day just out there painting. There was a lot of compliments being made, both good and bad. But really? yes, it was like towards the message, not so much the art, but it was just like what we're, you know, the message that we're, we're like trying to share and people were just like, Nah. Really? Yeah, just walking past and it's just like, oh, okay. Um. I don't I don't understand why it's I don't want to compare it to this, but it's kind of like when you post something on the internet and people like who have no idea or just randomly came across it decide that they have to take the time to tell you that they don't like something. And it's like what did you accomplish with that? Nothing. You know, exactly. I don't, I don't understand. And that happens a lot in, in, in different situations. And I don't understand the energy that's spent just to tell people that they don't like something. It's like, just, if you don't like it, move on and figure out why you don't like it. I don't know. It's never mind. I'm not going to solve the world's problems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot on YouTube. Um, yeah, that, that's very true. Yes. Very much so. That is YouTube. <laughs> like, why are you even watching this? Exactly. Although I guess that's one of those things though, too, where you also, if you get, if if you actually have advertising turned on for your channel, at least you still get the payment, even if it's a negative, like hate view. But YouTube gives people like the option to actually do that. So yeah, yeah, that's very true, man. Okay. (laughs) So with the, uh, now with that, you said you wanted to build some 3d stuff and 
I am curious. You said you're mulling it around in your head, but that means that you have an image in your head of something you want to try and you're still constructing yeah. it in your head. And I love that process of like going, maybe I could do this. And you're like, peace. And what, what, what do you have pieced together in your head so far? I want to try and get a visual in my mind of what you're thinking of as far as the, um, the building I'm, stuff. I'm really big on shapes. Like I yeah. love shapes. Like I even like painting shapes. I kind of like how like you can just put them together. It's just like, oh, that looks cool. I yeah. mean, it may not be cool to everybody, but <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So like maybe something with that. I even thought about taking a glass blowing class. Like really? Yeah. That terrifies me, but I've always wanted to do yeah, it. Yeah, like I, I, it's just kind of like satisfying. But I'm like, ooh, it might burn myself. I don't know. Um, but I would definitely burn gloves. myself. There's there's gloves, but I suppose yeah, it's like, I mean, somewhere in, in that nature, just kind of like putting things together and just, again, working with shapes, random designs. Like I feel like I'm a random person. So like, yeah, just kind of like having like a nice flow, I guess. I get that. That's cool. Yeah. I would, there's a glass blowing place. Uh, I can't say the word a glass blowing place. There we go. Uh, right by, uh, where my studio is over on the near East side. And I went in there once during gallery night, gallery night, when you used to be able to walk around and just go into the different studios in different areas downtown. Like, have you ever actually gone to where they do glass blowing or you're just kind of interested in doing it? I'm just interested. It's always been something that I've been interested in, but I always wanted to like take a friend and come with me, but I just, you know, I'm going to go by myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. I love the fact that you you just think of something and you go do it. That's fantastic. That's yeah. And um, so, is there um, one last thing I'd like to ask you is um, is there anything coming up or anything that you are going to be doing? Doesn't even have to do anything with what we're doing here uh, that you'd like to tell people about or just mention or anything I I may not have covered today that you'd like to tell people about. Um, I just did a paint night with Edgewood uh, last night. So. Oh. How did that go? That was that was cool. It went pretty fast. Um, we painted Africa, so it was their Black History Month. So that's what we worked on. But other than that, I don't think I have anything else coming up. <laughs> <laughs> if the if the kids' virtual paint goes well, are you going to be doing a bunch of them? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. And if it doesn't, I'll try again. Exactly. Yeah. There's no reason not to. I mean, yeah. not a million people aren't going to show up the first time. They're going to show up over time because word yeah. will spread. Yeah. That's exactly it. And then uh, if people wanted to check out your stuff, where should they uh, go and see it? Um, On Instagram. My Instagram is cnashearts underscore. And then my website is cnashearts, cnashesarts.com. And then my Facebook is cnashesarts. <laughs> So yeah, that's where you guys can check out my stuff. Great. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. It was great meeting you. Great meeting you too. You're welcome.